Welcome everyone to the next episode of the Light of Life podcast. I'm your host, Naomi, and today I'm here with Tim. Tim, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, Naomi. My name is Tim James. I'm the founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and the host of the Health Hero Show podcast. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Tim, for coming on. And um, yeah, so today uh, I just have a few questions for you about uh, about your own health journey and how you launched your organization. And the first question I have for you is, what chronic illnesses have you had? Uh, personally, I had some severe gastrointestinal issues, um, aka like leaky gut syndrome. So my lifestyle and the amount of processed foods that I was eating from the standard American diet had perforated holes in my intestinal lining and undigested food particles and microbes were leaking in from my intestinal lining into my bloodstream and wreaking havoc on my system. I gained 42 pounds of excess weight. Uh, I was tired and fatigued and had mental uh, clarity issues. Um, and then that since my gut health, which I learned later, is a direct correlation to your skin health. I had actually gotten eczema on my left knee, and that had gotten progressively worse and worse, and then eventually it spread, and I got it on both elbows. So my knee, left knee and my both elbows were cracking and bleeding all the time and you know, sticking to shirts, and plus it was embarrassing because I looked like a salamander. Um, so I found myself um, you know, not wanting to take my shirt off anymore, not because I was overweight, because it seems like almost everybody else is nowadays, actually 80% of us. But it was because of just my skin was weird. Um, and then I had another skin issue on my shoulder bubble up. And then finally I was, um, uh, well, I was actually pooping blood for two and a half years when I went uh, number two. And it was uh, very painful. On a scale of one to ten, it was like a six or a seven every time I had to go to the bathroom, followed by blood. So, again, severe gastrointestinal issues. And then finally on a vacation in Peru uh, with my wife and her dad, um, I was hunched over. And uh, he was a medical doctor. And, he said, we need to get you to a hospital, otherwise you could die. So we, we got in a, um, uh, went to the, we were actually south of Ecuador. I mean, it's a very remote area. It's called Tumbes. It was northern Peru because my wife was from Lima, Peru, and her dad. And uh, so we, you know, we went to the airport. And we missed the one flight out of there per day by like 20 minutes. We didn't make it in time. So we rented a van, and we drove six hours through the middle of the night to the nearest hospital to a place called Piora. And um, from there, uh, they doped me up, and, um, and I should have went into surgery right there, but the hospital, like literally at the examination room, I had tons of bugs flying up around me in the, in the lamp, just to give you an idea. And all the instruments and stuff looked like they were from the 50s and 60s. It was just a very poor area, you know. And um, her dad was a medical uh, doctor, and he also ran a lar- one of the largest clinics, state-of-the-art hospitals in basically Lima, Peru. There's like 18, 20 million people down there. So he was coordinating all that. He had them dope me up so that I could get on a plane. And basically, I was life lighted via commercial airlines um, with nobody knowing. You're not even supposed to do that. Like if you're in, like I should have went into surgery immediately. And he didn't want me to do that. So he, you know, assessed it and doped me up, put me on the plane. We flew right into Lima. And I got out of the plane, took a taxi right to the hospital and got out of the hospital. They put me on a gurney and took me right up to surgery and I went right into surgery and and, uh, so I had one of my organs removed so anyway so that was my that was my story Um, and I you know started living I was living in fear I went to doctors and my different medications were prescribed but I never really took the medications just because of the list of side effects and I just couldn't even pronounce the names I always thought that was just kind of weird and that was probably a good thing but I didn't know what I didn't know about health 
And then um, a good friend of mine got diagnosed. His name was Charles. He got diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is a rare blood cancer kind of deal. And he, um, there wasn't really a cure for him. So through Western medicine. So he found a place called the Hippocrates Wellness Center. So January 1st, 2011, um, I flew there to support my friend Charles with cancer, not knowing what I was getting into. Um, and, uh, you know, because I grew up over here in eastern Oregon, kind of redneck, hunting and fishing and shooting deer and elk and chuckers and pheasants. And I, you know, we had a farm, Hereford cattle and grass hay and that kind of stuff. So, And this place was completely plant-based. And lots of living foods, lots of sprouts and, and probiotic, like bacteria and kimchi and these kind of things, and wheatgrass shots and green juices, lots and lots of sprouts. Everything sprouted, sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted grains, sprouted beans, everything alive. So it was, in fact, their motto was, it's not the food in your life, it's the life in your food. So they were really big about living foods, not just raw food, like, you know, eating an apple or a cucumber, but like food that's actually a growing and alive at the, that moment. So it's high in enzymes and phytonutrients and oxygen and hormones which is deficient for many foods that's been picked very quickly uh, that i learned and so i went through the program with him just to support him i went through you know a bunch of uh, detoxing and i didn't feel good for about three or four days and then i woke up friday thursday or friday morning and i felt like i was 18 again and i looked at charles and i said hey the man you're gonna heal and you're gonna make it and i'm gonna do this whole thing with you i'm gonna give up all meat except for bacon <laughs> and we'll go home and and we'll do this because I'm just like, I could probably get by on bacon, you know. And uh, we stuck with it. And um, we he actually, in like two and a half years, he literally healed himself, um, was able to watch his son graduate high school, went to father-son weekend at Oregon State University. And now his son's a real estate agent, sold Charles his house. It's been 12 years. Charles is healthy. He's, you know, remarried. He started a new business. So he went from like bankruptcy and cancer diagnosis and worried about not being around for his son to... He's there for his son, and he's thriving. And and uh, my story, within 60 days from returning home, I dropped the 42 pounds, all the eczema on my elbows, and that skin issue was gone. But the big patch of eczema on my knee took about eight months, actually, for that to completely heal up. It had been there quite a while. But the rectal bleeding stopped. Um, the, I didn't have to have Tums and Rolaids since the day I landed there. Uh, I was eating those like chiclets, I mean, just candy one after another because my heartburn and acid indigestion was bad, so... Um, and I came home and we stuck with it and then I just started teaching people and before too long I was teaching these detox nutrition uh, juicing classes um, ended up 5,500 people came to my home over about a five and a half year period we were teaching them every Tuesday Wednesday at the house and then I was teaching on the weekends at hospitals and churches and uh, apartment complexes and grocery stores anybody would listen to me because I just I, I, you know, I couldn't believe that like, I healed myself and so I'm like, I got to tell other people about this because I thought like my health was so bad and I was kind of a victim. And I realized that I had learned how to become my own doctor. I'd learned how to self-heal using nature and basic principles that uh, for some reason we've lost touch with and Mother Earth and the, the soil bacterium and clean water and clean air and fresh food, very fresh food um, and putting personal care products like shampoos and deodorants and toothpaste and eye makeup and that kind of stuff, hair dyes on your body that are not toxic and chemical. And by doing that, um, you know, I was able to maintain my health now 12 years. I built a company called chemicalfreebody.com. I've got probably, you know, 10, 12 people on, you know, working with me, um, some staff and some that are independent contractors. And we're trying to build something uh, lifestyle based. So everything healthy when it comes to digest, you know, digestion, 
cleaning up your gut, detoxing, nutrition, um, taking uh, healing baths, um, you know, just anything. We have saunas and air purification, water purification, and then we're now getting into gardening and, and agriculture where we've got uh, water systems for people and uh, soil amendments and stuff like that. We're, we're getting into that. So it just keeps expanding and, and we're having a lot of fun. And the most important thing is I'm really healthy and I've been a really good example for my for my children and the people around me. Wow. Yeah. You have gone through a lot with 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 your own uh journey with your health and did 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 this journey motivate you to launch your organization Chemical Free Body? I would say yes, partly. Um in the beginning even though I had healed myself and was teaching those classes, I had some hang up maybe it was my ego talking to me like who are you to tell people about their health like you're nobody you know you're not a doctor or a nurse or you know but the reality was is that you know i'd been going to the doctors and the nurses and i will say this that the medical system and the people working there it's they're good people when they were little boys and girls they wanted to grow up and help people with their health that's whether it's the system that's broken it's not them Uh, they're just you know, being, they're kind of like pawns in a broken system is what it is. But they, I know most of the doctors and nurses, they really try to help people. But the bottom line was is that they didn't didn't help me. You know, it was like take this or take that. But the problems never seemed to go away, and there was always a litany of side effects. And it was never about like, you know, hey, change your life. Like change your environment. Change the way you think. Change the, what you're drinking, what you're eating, the people you associate with, you know. You gotta, you gotta claim. You have to create a great environment for your body and your cells and your genes to express themselves properly. And when you do that, you change. But when you go into the medical system, it's like, oh, what's wrong with you? Oh, well, you know, you're getting older. That's just the way it is. Take this pill and call me tomorrow. I'll see you in four months. And it's like I've talked to so many people. Like you know, I've got a, a friend of mine that was in Rotary. His name's um, uh, Lou, and he was a retired. Uh, uh, veteran from the military and he had been on uh blood pressure medications and i asked him i said how long you been on those medications he's like 15 years and i was like well when are they ever going to solve your problem and he stopped for a minute and thought about it he's like god you know i never thought about that he goes but i will tell you this that the first batch of stuff i was on um like made me i remember that he said it made it like it made his skin rash and then they switched to another one, and then he had, like, night blindness. He couldn't really see at night to drive. Then they went on another one, and it made him sleepy at work. He was, like, literally falling asleep at work at his desk. You know, so it was just, like, all these different drugs with different side effects trying to – and, you know, ended up, ended up – he was very stubborn, but we knew each other, and he saw me, like, lose the weight and transform. He's like, what the hell are you doing? You know, so I showed him, and – he went really slow. He went under his doctor's supervision, which we always recommend. And he slowly weaned himself off the drugs. And um, he doesn't take them anymore today. And he eats half the amount of food he needs to because he's been in getting his nutrients. Um, some concentrated green juice is like the product we sell behind us called Green 85. And um, he, you know, he's, he said the only problem with getting healthy, he's dropped like 40, 40 50 pounds too as he goes – because your honeydew list, uh, your wife makes you do a lot more stuff. So he, he goes, be prepared because when you have all this extra energy, he's like, I'm out cleaning this and doing that. And he goes, I can't believe what I'm doing. He goes, I feel like I've got my life back. But it took him about a year and a half, almost two years to get off the meds because he went really slow. But he did it. And that dude was in his 70s. So it doesn't matter if you're young, old. It doesn't really matter. 
the human body and the immune system is ready. It's your best friend and it's ready to work for you. But if you're overweight like I was, or you're pooping blood, or you have acid reflux, or you have skin issues, or you have gastrointestinal issues, maybe you got colitis or Crohn's or diverticulitis or cancer, any of these things, these are your body telling you, hey, you need to make some changes in your environment. You need to change the way you think, the way you drink, the way you breathe. You know, air, clean, you got to clean up, you got to change that environment. And that's what I did. So these are, it's the body telling you the pain and the suffering, the, the joint pain, the arthritis, all this stuff. They're just, I don't look at them as like, they're problems. They're, they're like uh, signals to get a solution. And the solution is you. It's always going to be you. You have to become your own doctor. You have to self-heal. You have to do it yourself because nobody's going to do it for you. It's really based on your lifestyle. And what's cool about it is when you do this, you actually, you get the self-satisfaction of knowing it's very empowering. Like I, I, have, I haven't been to the doctor in years. Um, I don't plan on going. I don't want to go. Um, I have other things to do with my life. And um, I like being healthy and fit. And now it's almost like, what else can I do? Like, because once you get over that whole mental barrier of like, you know, this is the way it is. And you have to do this. and You have to go talk to the gods in the white coats to tell you what to do with your health. And you realize that I have an innate intelligence. I have my own relationship with my creator. And part of that is my body. My body is my vehicle. It was given to me. It's very special. And the reason why it's all messed up is because I'm disconnected from my nature-based body because my nature-based body is not in nature anymore. It's, it's in this synthetic, polluted uh, world. And so when I removed myself from that and started buying products that were not chemical and natural, uh, my body responded well. And I've, again, been able to maintain this health for 12 years and build an entire company around help thousands of other people do the same. So I think the results speak for itself. It's not like I'm just like, saying this like I'm living it. Yeah. Yeah, wow, that's that's really inspiring, Tim. Uh, I'm sure you've helped a lot of people, and um, and and I would also like to ask. So, uh, you have uh, what you call four secrets to healthy teeth and healthy dental hygiene, and I'm actually so curious as as someone with a heart condition. I'm curious. So, what are the four secrets to healthy teeth? <laughs> well, you're actually you're bring you're bringing up something very smart that a lot of people are not paying attention to because the way Western medicine looks at the human body is it's compartmentalized. Like you go see the eye doctor, you go see the foot doctor, the podiatrist, you go see the gastroenterologist, the, the gut doctor, and you got to go see the hand doctor and the throat, nose and ear doctor, you know, and the, the thing of it is, is everything is interconnected. Mm -hmm. And it's these interconnections that are the most important things. So your, your oral health is the gateway to your health. Because yeah. everything's going in through your mouth, right? So mm -hmm. there's actually about 700 microbiome, oral microbiome in your mouth. And they should stay in a proper balance. And that oral microbiome is actually connected to your neural system. And it's also connected to your cardiovascular system, mm -hmm. which is something you brought up, your heart. So, again, when you lift up, when the water raises and you lift your health, all boats raise. Your neural system gets better. Your cardiovascular system gets better. Your lymphatic system, your garbage removal system gets better. All these things get better. So... The four things that I learned about uh, healthy teeth. So I actually used to teach a class called um, Healthy Dentistry, right? And I'm not a dentist, but I've had a lot of tooth work done, um, some in the past that I wish I would have ever got, but I did, and I was able to get that reversed. And I've worked with a lot of what are called biological dentists and read a few books and stuff on the subject. So, And I have a lot of practical experience from working with other clinics that know this stuff. So I'll give you an example. The first thing is when you're looking at the teeth, 
Number one is if you have uh, mercury or amalgam, a.k.a. amalgam fillings, where it's a metal filling with mercury in it, that is off-gassing toxins into your body 24-7. So when a dentist puts that in there, he or she may not may not know because they're just it's, it's standard practice, but they're actually putting a, a poison into you. Like, it's, it's really not good. Like, mercury is, like, very toxic. There's, back in the day, like, if some old lady and the thermometer broke, they'd run from it because they knew how toxic it was. Have you ever heard the term mad as a hatter? Yes. You know what that comes from? No. <laughs> so it comes from old school hat makers because mm-hmm. they make the felt hats and they put, used to put mercury on the felt hats. It's part of their process. They mad as a hatter. They lost their minds because their minds deteriorated from the heavy metal poisoning from the mercury. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where that came from. So the point is, it's like, number one, if you have amalgams or mercury in your mouth, you need to get that removed. You need to have it removed properly. Now, there's actually testers that can go into your mouth and tell you, I think it's on a 1 to 10 or 1 to 12, how bad it is. And then you want to start off with, like, the worst one, get that one out, and go to the next one. And if you're working with a good biological dentist, they'll tell you you can't just have them all out at once because that could be too much at removing them. During the process of removing them, you could re- put too much on the system we actually teach people to put like are you familiar with chlorella it's also aka green algae no really it's a really good binder for heavy metals so like prior to somebody going in and get their silver their amalgams out these silver fillings um, we have them take based on their body weight let's say if they're a hundred pound person you times that by 0.33 you come up with 33 so you'd actually take 33 uh capsule or tablets of chlorella two days before 33 capsules a day before double it down 66 the day of and then the next day after 33 and 33 if you're a 200 pound person it'd be 66 66 120 132 and then so it's a lot right but it's just this, so you have this window you have all this corella in your body forcing through your system so if, when these uh, gases and little micro particles get into the system it will bind to it and help to sweep it out okay they will also wash your mouth with charcoal they will put a big vent over your mouth and be sucking it in. The dentist knows what they're doing. They're going to be dressed in a full garb with protection. I mean, they're because they understand they're literally going to war. They're, they're putting themselves in danger. Even with all the protections these dentists do, they're still getting exposed to it more than anybody else because they're pulling it out on the daily. All right, so a good biological dentist, um, you can find them at the organization I-A-O-M-T, M as in Mary, T as in Tom, I as in Icicle, A as in Apple, O as in uh, Opera, Amazon Mary T is in Tom dot org I A O M T dot org. That's International Academy of Medicine and Toxicology. So this is where you can go search for a good biological dentist in your area and hopefully find a good one. I would really tr- caution you to like try to find one that's been doing at least twenty. If you can find one doing 15, 20 years or longer, that would be good because they probably got into it for the right reasons. Um, some people are getting into it now just because it's highly profitable. Because you know people are changing, so they're following the money. Um, and they're positioning themselves in front of that. So you want to find a good biological dentist. That's a good organization to start with. So that's number one. Number two is um, what I learned was um, root canals. Um, do, you, do you have a root canal? No. <laughs> okay, good. So here's the deal. It's like the dentist is going to come up to you and say, hey, Naomi, I got good news and bad news. What do you want to hear first? Bad news first. Okay, the bad news is is <laughs> that we have a tooth that's infected. And, um, it's, it's going to need some tended to it. It might need, we might have to remove it. 
Do you want to hear the good now? Do you want to hear the good news? Yes, please. <laughs> the good news is, is we can save that tooth with what's called a root canal. Which do you want to do? Oh, um. Well, the average person's gonna say, "Save my tooth." Yeah, save my tooth. Yeah, save my tooth. I was kind of a loaded question for you, though, right? <laughs> so, because you're like, yeah, I don't want to lose my tooth, but as soon as you get a root canal, what you've done is you've just basically sealed your sealed your fate on your immune system. You've just created a permanent internal aka systemic infection so systemic just means an internal infection that's going to be happening 24 hours a day seven days a week i'll tell you why in your back teeth working towards the front inside of your teeth are these things called dental tubules they're like these mini long caves that go for miles there's about two three four miles of them in the front teeth and the back teeth can have seven eight nine miles of it it's quite quite a lot of mileage right that's nine miles of tubes microtubes they can stack bacterium six wide in each cave on these long tubes. So when you put a root canal in, you create you're trapping an infection there. There's no way they can clean it all out. And then it finally fills up those tubes, and then it pours out where? Into your body. Mm-hmm. And then it's affecting your cardiovascular system. Yeah. It's affecting your neur- neural system. So now you have this 24-7 infection. It's like having a sliver in your thumb. You know, your thumb gets inflamed. It creates pus. And then your body's actually creating that to push that sliver out. It wants to get rid of it because it's not supposed to be there. Your body's trying to get rid of this systemic infection, but it can't. It's buried deep down inside in your tooth. So it's, it's just sitting there spewing infection 24-7, lowering your immune system. And you, Because your immune system has to deal with that. So if it's dealing with that, what's it not dealing with? You see the problem? Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. I always tell people, like, you need to go. If you have a root canal, you need to get it removed, period. And like, well, it doesn't even bother me. Every single client I've had that's had the tooth removed that didn't bother them, infected. And they always send me pictures. You were right. It's infected. You know? And some one lady, I remember, she's like, I got it pulled out yesterday. And then I'm like, I was like, you were supposed to do these protocols. like, <laughs> But she just got it yanked out. But uh, anyway, um, it's, you know, it's it's kind of crazy. So root canals, not not smart at all. You can get them, you can leave it open if it's in the back or... You can um, get a implant or a bridge. Um, I'd be very careful on that too because it can be very expensive. A lot of people now are going to like Costa Rica for dental vacations because we can be talking about twenty, fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of, you know, depending on how many implants you need. Um, but you can go down to Costa Rica for like five to twenty thousand or whatever, depending on you know how many teeth you got to get fixed. Have a two week vacation, get your teeth fixed, and be hanging out in Costa Rica for two weeks. Right, because the price points down there are so much less. So you can actually save money and take a vacation. They're called uh, these um, dental vacations, basically. So that's two of them. The third one, then, is called cavitation. And this is one I actually learned from a client. So this woman um, was very not doing good at all, in her 30s, young, young boy, married, husband. He's successful, but she's tired, and her hair's thin, and she's pale. And she did everything. Like she, she cleansed her gut, and she was eating, growing sprouts. She was actually buying sprouts from us because she didn't have the energy to do it. We used to grow them for 40, 60 patient, cancer patients a week, and then also random people out of my garage. Um, that was fun. That was before Oregon was medically legal for marijuana, so I had to go around and tell my neighbors, like, I'm not growing wheat. I'm not growing that type of grass. I'm growing wheatgrass, right? I'm not growing. So um, we, uh, she did all this stuff, the health stuff, saunas daily, all these things. And she felt a little bit better, but it just wasn't working. 
Well, she had had her, her wisdom teeth removed, right, which a lot of people have to do. If those wisdom teeth are not removed properly and they don't clean out those cavities and they leave a little ligament in there or something and it gets sealed back up, that can cause another systemic infection. And at the time, she said there was only like five or six dentists that actually knew how to read the dental imaging to even know if you had cavitation. So what are the chances of anybody here listening, you know, running into five or six doctors? This is back to like 2012, 2013. Now, hopefully there's more now, but I'm sure there is. But the point was, is um, she found this guy up in Seattle and she went up and she had to have a major surgery on one. She went back up another time, got a major surgery on another one. She went back up the third time, got the major surgery on the other one. And then finally the major surgery on the last one. I'm telling you the day that she got that out, she started healing. The next time I saw her a few weeks later, her skin was all, she had color again. Her hair started coming back. Her energy was up and she started healing. Why? Because she had four systemic infections from cavitation. So this is something to really take a look at. So like when we have an intake form in our coaching program or we're coaching people, we go through this. We go from the top of your head to your toes and we, what do you got going on there? What past surgeries you had? What you have breast implants? another systemic infection just like a root canal or cavitation you have a bladder mm-hmm. sling you know a lot of these bladder slings you see them on tv where they're you know mesh if you were done this you could be entitled to compensation because they're causing problems with people sometimes people need them for certain things but um they're also going to cause a problem because a big chunk of metal is not supposed to be in you right so it's going to be dealing with that mm-hmm. your body so those are three and then the last one was simply alignment having good alignment with your teeth so that the meridian points are um, lined up when you're biting your teeth. And I'm like, I didn't understand this until a little bit of it when I started listening to Dr. Gabriel Cousins' work. And he said that when you chew your food well, you actually stimulate the meridian points in your teeth, and those will uptake your serotonin or your happy juice by up to 500%. I'm like, I mean, for those that are, are, are dealing with anxiety or depression, there is no drug or even herb that I know of you can do that can do that much amazingness like chewing your food well but your teeth have to be in proper alignment so making sure your teeth are in good alignment was the fourth one so those are the four pillars of healthy dentistry as an example of what i've learned what i've what i've taught to people thank you so much tim for sharing all that really important information uh you brought up a lot of really important points for uh for healthy living and uh, and and for your teeth too um is there anything else you would like to share Um, I think, well, I just would share that uh, I think people should put themselves first. And um, that's probably the most important thing. uh, Because if you do that, you're actually giving, you know, as you put yourself first, number one, you're demonstrating to the universe that like, I love myself. And as soon as you start doing that, you make your health a priority. um, You have to ask yourself that have I made my health a priority? Because it's going to be kind of obvious when you ask that question. Most people are like, God, I've never made my health a priority. Because everybody listening, we're not that dumb. Like, it's just we're, we're taught that to be that way. Like, oh, don't worry about it. Somebody else will take care of you that has all these credentials. Mm-hmm. Well, the reality is, is that life expectancy started dropping in the United States in 2014. So for the last, you know, almost nine years, children, our grandchildren and children are now dying younger than us. That's where we're heading. And that slope is bottoming out. It's going down. So the whole system, the food system, the medical system has failed us. The politicians, the policies they write have failed us. They get an F. They have failed. And so, you know, if you're running a company, 
when you're getting results like that, they need to be fired. Now, people feel powerless. Well, how could I do that? Well, it's really simple. Put yourself in charge of your own life. You know, become your own doctor. Learn how to self-heal. You don't need that crap. Like, you can do it yourself. There's, nature is the answer. Nature is the solution. When you put yourself first and you start healing and feeling better, you become an inspiration for the people around you. You're actually literally handing out permission slips to everybody that comes into contact with you. Will they grab that permission slip and run with it? That's not your job. Your job is to create the permission slips by the life that you lead and inspire those that are ready to change now. And some of them, even though you love them, your friends and family, they might never come along. They're just there to create a lot of contrast for you to make you realize more of what you do want by watching them suffer. So on a higher level, maybe they're the angels because they are showing you they're living a life of suffering so that other people can see it and realize that's not what they want at all. So they're going to do the exact opposite. Like, I'm not going to eat, you know, crappy banana nut loaves and cookies and, and drink acidic, you know, crappy coffee and, you know, drink tap water because it just doesn't work. It doesn't work on the body. You're creating a poor environment. So you stay away from that stuff from the example that they set. So that's it. Put yourself first. Love yourself. Be an example. Be the light. Thank you so much, Tim. This was really inspiring, and I think you shared some really important information. Uh, thank you for coming on to my podcast. <laughs> You're welcome, Naomi. Thank you very much.